Idaho doesn't need much help to make exploring the outdoors amazing, but Volkswagen of Boise is great about lending a helping hand. Their lineup of vehicles makes it easy to get the most out of exploring eateries across the valley in a Jetta, visiting the distant lands of eastern and northern Idaho in a Tiguan, or finding that one last secret camping hideaway in an Atlas Sport. Volkswagen has an accessory for every adventure. If you're not sure which option is best for your trip, their non-commissioned sales team will guide you down the right path at the right time for you. Come in anytime to see how Volkswagen of Boise can help you maximize your Idaho experience. Volkswagen, engineered to be helpful. For more info, go to www.volkswagenofboise.com. This is the Boise Bubble Podcast, where we talk all things Treasure Valley. We're your hosts, Shane and Natalie Plummer. Welcome back to the conversation. Okay, everyone, this is a special edition of the Boise Bubble Podcast. We are actually recording live at Craft and Commerce at Jump in Boise. And today I have a really cool guest. Today we have Sam Parr, and I would love you to introduce yourself and kind of what you're all about. Yes, I'm Sam Parr. Uh, I'm most known because I started this thing called The Hustle, which is like a daily email newsletter. Uh, it covers tech and business news. It's read like by 2.5 billion people a day mm-hmm. right now. I started that business and bootstrapped it and sold it like a year and a half ago um, to a company called HubSpot. And mm-hmm. I am uh, now the host of a podcast that my company used to own called My First Million. Okay. Tell us a little bit about My First Million. My First Million, it's a business podcast, but it's it's like maybe the third or fourth or fifth most popular business podcast in the world. And it's, we're, it's quite popular because we're, not pro- we're probably not the best business people to have a podcast. We're probably not the funniest people. We're definitely not the best looking. Uh, we're not like the, <laughs> the production quality isn't the best, but it's like pretty good at like all those things. So it's like a unique combination. But basically, uh, I've started a bunch of companies that some have been quite successful. Some have not been my partner in the podcast has as well. And so we're really good at de- deconstructing interesting companies. And we just do that live on the podcast. I love that. That's fantastic. So obviously you're here at craft and commerce because you have an incredible, um, amount of business experience and people want to learn from you, but this is your first time to Boise. Is that right? I've never been to Idaho. I lived in California for a long time. I'm from Missouri. I've been all over the country. I've never been to Idaho. This is your first time in Idaho ever? Ever. Wow. Okay. And you came on a beautiful weekend. It's absolutely gorgeous. The weather's nice. So what, when you're thinking about Idaho and you're like, hey, we're going to come to Idaho, what are your first preconceived notions? Like, what are you thinking? Okay. Idaho's going to be like this. Uh, Well, my parents work in the agriculture industry. Okay. So I know like about potatoes and onions. <laughs> okay. Like my dad buys and sells onions and potatoes. Wow. So I think of potatoes uh-huh. and I think of Idaho because I grew up around produce. Um, I think of rural, uh, like ruralness. Uh-huh. I think of, um, when I think of Idaho, I think of like, imagine what you would have thought of Kansas. Okay. That's, I've never been there, so I totally know what I'm thinking So that Kansas. stereotype? Yeah. That's what, I've th- what I thought Idaho was going to be like. Okay. And so you say what you thought it was going to be like, is it different? It's way more like California. Yeah? Yes. It's okay. way more like California than I thought. How so? Um, in terms of like the, the geography, the weather, the climate, uh, some of the energy is, is quite similar to California, where it's quite laid back and relaxing, except instead of the beach, there's hills and mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you're... Thinking about Boise, because obviously you have an expansive knowledge of business and you talk with people all the time and who, especially startups and in tech, what are you seeing that 
Idaho is offering? I think that it's easy to live here. And I yeah. think that when you're starting a business, starting a business is very, very, very hard. Right now I live in, I split my time between Austin and, and New York. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy being in New York because I get the hustle and bustle and I feel motivated. I enjoy living in Austin because it's very easy and it's not complicated and it's simple. When I go to, when I live in New York, in order to go to the grocery store, it's like an ordeal. Yeah, yes. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And I don't enjoy that. And it steals you of your most precious asset, which mm -hmm. is time. Mm -hmm. And when I'm walking around Boise, I'm like, oh my gosh, the quality of life here is so freaking high. You can drive to the grocery store and park in the parking lot. You can, um, uh, like just, it doesn't rob you of time. Mm -hmm. And I actually think that that's pretty amazing. And I think it's a good life. I also think that, and maybe if I, some people might take this as disrespect when I say this, but I actually think that like, it's better to sometimes to be a, and more fun to be a big fish in a smaller pond. So like compared to like an LA and maybe a San Francisco and a New York, Idaho's, uh, Boise's smaller. Mm -hmm. And I live in Austin. So Austin's kind of like that as well. It's smaller. Um, and I think that like it, you, if you want to optimize for happiness and you're an ambitious person who wants to start a business, it's oftentimes more happy and fulfilling to be a big fish in a smaller pond where you know everyone versus the same amount of success, but in like a New York and you're just like one of many people doing that and there's a constant battle between who could be like the top dog. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I have the Boise podcast and I, I, we talk about all the time of, um, our growth could never have happened in almost any other city, but here we are still looking around and there are things that have never been attempted, never done. And it's, if you're the kind of person that can grab onto that and see the opportunity in Idaho, it explodes. And I think that's why so many people are, are coming here, um, which is often you know, some of the issues that we're having here as well, because of um, just the growth is, is insane because yeah, I mean, people are hot. learning that. We had a, a couple employees move here and mm -hmm. I had never even, I was like, Idaho, why Idaho? And they would show me the pictures of where they're living. And I'm like, oh, wow, I understand. I, I get it. Why this is amazing. When Nathan, I'm friends with Nathan, the uh -huh. founder of ConvertKit. I've known Nathan since 2012. And he told me he lived in Idaho. And I was like, <laughs> Idaho? Like, I, I'm from Missouri. So, like, I'm not from, like, a, uh, I'm, like, from a kind of not that nice of a place. And I was like, Idaho, is that, how's that different than Iowa? Like, I didn't even know about <laughs> Idaho. And I'm yeah. from Missouri. And so, anyway, now it's, like, happening. Mm -hmm. I, uh, now it's definitely happening. Yeah. So as you're seeing this city and we're just kind of on the cusp of this development, do you have any advice for how we can do it correctly? Well, um, where I'm from in St. Louis, they've gotten left behind mm -hmm. because they've been very closed minded. Um, when I lived in the reason I moved, I moved, I dropped out of college and went to San Francisco when I was 21 and I had never been west of the Mississippi, west of the Mississippi. I didn't know anything. And when I first moved out to San Francisco, even San Francisco, even though they all have always had a lot of like negative, bad things about the city, the most positive thing was like, I remember when I moved there and people were like, well, yeah, we're trying this thing where like just a stranger will drive you instead of a cab. Mm -hmm. And I told my mom and dad about that in Missouri. And they're like, oh, that's so dangerous. That's mm -hmm. wrong. You know, it was like they defaulted to, to being negative. Whereas in San Francisco, people were like, well, you know, let's just try it. And, you know, maybe it could be cool. Um, and then I had some guys who started working on this thing called uh, air bed and breakfast. And they're like, well, you could stay at a stranger's house. Mm -hmm. And I told my parents about that and other people about that. And they're like, but what if something bad happens? What if, you know, sure. and whereas a lot of my peers in San Francisco was like, oh, you know, that's kind of a, an interesting concept. Let's see how it plays out. We'll try it. We'll give it a shot. Mm -hmm. And so there was like this pretty good 
they're pretty good uh, about being open-minded. Whereas in St. Louis, where I'm from, they shut down Uber and Lyft for a long time. Really? So like for like two years, they like didn't have it. And it was like, oh my God, you guys are just like shooting yourself in the foot. Like you mm-hmm. gotta, like this is just the way the world's going. You gotta be open-minded. And so cities like this, I think, I think two or three things need to happen uh, in order to be successful. The first thing is like just being open-minded to different lifestyles and to different ideas and not necessarily like believing that's going to happen just like yeah well we're open to exploring and trying so like that openness i think is incredibly important number two is i think cities like this the mayors need to recruit people more like a college does and traditionally cities don't do that right like they don't like this idea of like recruiting people you'll think like oh we'll open up like a center Mm -hmm. or we'll like give some type of um maybe tax advantage or something like that. What I've really liked seeing is the mayor of Miami Mm -hmm. has been like actively recruiting people. So he will like use Twitter and like DM us uh, and being like, hey, um, I'm having like a open house at my office. Do you and like 80 of your entrepreneurial friends want to like come and talk to me? I would I would love to host you. It's like recruiting businesses, not just recruiting people to serve in public. Uh, yeah, like just, re- like recruiting to be part like, of your city, to so be part like of your team, to make the dream team, but in your city. Yeah, and like, and you think that's the mayor? Like the mayor is the person to do that, or do you think it's the company leaders? I don't know anything about government or politics. So I don't know how it works, but definitely I think it should be. Like in San Francisco, when I lived there, the mayor at the time wasn't like the most welcoming to like people starting companies like okay. it was there was this constant like battle uh-huh. and it's okay like it's like hey you know i don't it, it would have been okay if they like regulated regulated a certain way or like had certain opinions but there was never this like oh we're happy you're here though whereas i've seen yeah. some cities uh they had like this this energy of like hey we anyone who's unhappy with new york or something like we would love to host you we would love to have you please mm-hmm. come and see us and uh the mayor of Miami, it, like he messaged me. Like one time I said, I'm thinking about moving to Miami and I have a large Twitter following. So he like somehow got alerted to that. He like messaged me on Twitter and goes, Hey, we'd love to host you. You know, I don't know if like you want to live here or not, but like, wow. um, I'm ho- I host dinners every Fridays, make yourself at home, come in, like things like that. And I thought that that was amazing. And I'm like, I, d- I didn't, I don't like Miami, so I didn't <laughs> end up going, but, like, but you have a different feeling about Miami now. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's cool. You know, I feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. Like at least the, the gesture, the gesture was there. So I think that for a lot of cities like Boise, so I think Austin's one of them, Boise, like all these cities that aren't like the, the, the New York's LA and San Francisco, all those people who are getting the folks who are leaving there because yes. they're a little unhappy. I think those, they need to like act like a, university and they recruit like athletes in a way you know what i mean yeah definitely and i and i think that that is like a really innovative way to get interesting residents yes i totally agree with that that's fantastic thank you for that one more question have you done anything really cool in boise yet have you experienced for yourself i just went i just went on a hike where did we go we went one of these hills was there a big cross at the top no nathan uh lent me his tesla me and my wife went to uh flat something flat and then there was like a bit uh sorry basin basin oh um why am i like losing my mind bogus basin yeah 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 <laughs> we went there it was sick it was awesome yes I, it I, is. I That's talking- gorgeous. they have a like you can go down uh like a ride yeah down no, sarah my wife wanted yeah. to do that but we didn't have time but when we were walking around and i was like oh well like uh i bet the default happiness level is fairly high when you live in such in a place like this it was it seemed pretty amazing yeah you know what i that's a really cool way to say it because the default happiness i mean i've been in i've been in uh boise for 12 years um and 
yeah, it, it's a happy place to live. It seems pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it seems pretty it cool. Really and everything's cool. been very clean. Yes, it is very clean. I'm living in Brooklyn right now and everything's very dirty. Yeah, and I'm, the yeah. default is like angry. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? That's, I think, one of the most important things that people in Idaho just want to preserve is that we're we're kind and happy and, and it's clean. And, and, and so when we're talking about this kind of fear of, of the influx, uh, I think there's a lot of excitement for what's happening, but there's also this real want and desire to keep it why people are coming and why. Yeah, but the cool thing, I understand why people feel that way. That, I think that's a natural thing. That's just like maybe tribalism and afraid of tra- cha- change. That's very natural. I, mm-hmm. I understand that. And I feel that way about many things as well. But like the way your geography is, is like there's like you can expand like there's plenty of space it seems like yeah we definitely are expanding it's and, and it is interesting i think a lot of it with with your background in agriculture a lot of it is just moving into that area and you know as we're today especially i, I think everything is so complicated and um every issue is 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 well no issue is black and white and um i think it's that's one of the reasons we do our podcast is just having the discussions on on all those levels is just how we get to a place where we kind of understand each other why we're here why this is our home and how we can keep it amazing yeah it's pretty cool it's not like there's like a geograph uh, a geographic like limit like you know like mm-hmm. with manhattan's an exactly. island san francisco yeah. it's an island uh but like you could have a pretty there's it, from an outside perspective and i'm very ignorant because i haven't spent a lot of time here it seems like there's plenty of space for everyone to to have a good time yeah, well, it definitely is a good time here. Thank you so much for coming on the Boise Bible Podcast today. And I'm so excited to talk to you further in the conference. And your uh, message was amazing. It was very inspiring. And we really appreciate you coming to Boise and Sick. to sharing all of your knowledge with us. Thank you very all much. All right, we'll catch you guys later. Thanks for listening. This is the Boise Bubble Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at the Boise Bubble. And for more information about our community, follow at Hello Meridian. See you next time. The Boise Bubble Podcast is sponsored by Volkswagen of Boise. Interested in buying a Volkswagen in the Treasure Valley? Head to www.volkswagenofboise.com to learn more.